0: just like that they buy it they eat it up you pander to them you thank them i mean really people i thought
1: you were a little bit smarter than that i mean it's just so easy to say the name of the city you cheer hey stephanie stephanie just, just, just come on
0: welcome to the a show And welcome back to the A-Show with the Kings of Pro Wrestling Podcast. I am Justin. I'm here with with Meals.
1: What's going on, Us? All right. So I have three thoughts now. Three thoughts now. (laughs) All right. Okay. On a a previous dead taping, I had two thoughts. But yes, now we have three (laughs) thoughts. Okay. So one, it's very cold. But temperature is in California because it is kind of cold over here. It's cold and rainy. It's very London-y over here.
0: It has been very gloomy here as well. It's been in the it's been the uh the high sixties uh, oh here, God. which is very cold right it now. Is- where where I live at right now is sixty three.
1: Okay, it's fifty degrees over here. It's not. It's this isn't spring weather at all. And it's like it's it's at the at the college that I work at it's homecoming week, and everything is outside, and no one wants to go outside. So yeah, I mean it is kind of whack. Second thought, boom. I feel like. I need a 13-year-old's perspective on professional wrestling right now. Yeah, that would be very interesting. I need a 13-year-old's perspective. I Like, need, who like, is hot right now to a 13-year-old? <laughs> that's what I'm saying, right? Like, I need to tap into, like, who would he... Maybe we're bugging sometimes. <laughs> like, yeah. maybe we're overthinking it. So... I, we need a 13-year-old on the podcast. I don't know where we find this person or a, a person, brother, cousin, et cetera, et cetera. But I need a 13-year-old who listens to wrestling on this podcast. If the good people who listen to this and people who I can like clearly vouch for and who I think are cool are listening to this and has any 13-year-old siblings or anyone in 13, 14, 12-year-old range who would like to um, for us to audio babysit yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, a 13-year-old. And just talk about professional wrestling. Yeah, please please hit me up. Hit me up at Meals on Twitter. Just you can do that.
0: Yes. Yeah, because I, I, I think that is interesting. I, I didn't I didn't think of it that way where it's like you know, obviously we're in the PG era and it is for a lot for kids and you know, someone's but someone's buying the merch, you know. But, Someone's, yeah, right. Like, who is it? Who is get receiving it? Who's getting it? You know, like I, I feel like with the with the women wrestlers, I think it's very easy to find out like who's hot. Like, obviously Bailey, obviously Becky, obviously you know. Well, Sasha. I
1: find out whenever Live or Leave a Taren on Twitter talks about <laughs> anything, <laughs> I just find out like who's a who's. Is got she thirteen? Is she thirteen? I don't know. No, I don't think she's thirteen. She, there's no way. There's no way. With the way she talks, the way she talks, she could be thirteen years old. <laughs> um, but. And then I also have other female friends who are into professional wrestling, who actually got into it via like a lot of people got into it via like Total Divas and stuff like that, and like other sort of programs. Who know these people? Like no, they're like, oh my god, I love Trend, like da, 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 or like I love the Usos, like they're so you know good looking, or et cetera, et cetera. A lot of people get into that. Um. So yeah, I'm just interested in in the in the perspective of a 13-year-old especially
0: coming off this week of, of two very eh, shows like yeah. man, a
1: 13-year-old watching like what what did they gain from what we, any of these shows we're in a, such a low right now I would love to know their perspective yeah all Which right what's not... your what's your third thought so my third thought is I feel like we have a lot of fans or at least listeners I don't know if they're fans they at least listen who do who do a lot of great things and I kind of want to start like the segment of like excellence with like these wrestling fans maybe you're black wrestling fans maybe they're not etc like that but a lot of people are doing great things so i want to give a shout out to first of all i want to give a shout out to dion who's getting his bachelors um you can follow him at dependable skeleton very cool very gung-ho um fan of the podcast, so I want to give shout a shout-out to out. him. He's been following,
0: you know, we've been following each other for years.
1: Yeah, so I want to give him, again, his bachelor's. That's great. I also want to give a shout-out to previous guest, Darius, who is getting his law degree.
0: <laughs> yeah, shout-out to, he was the Royal Rumble uh winner, wasn't he, this year? He,
1: he sure was, so he was a, one of the Royal Rumbles winner. You're going to have the other one on the show, don't get me wrong, by the way. It's in he, he knows who he is. Yeah, He's going to be on the show. Don't worry about it. He just has to finish school.
0: Th- yeah, that Recording was like the the most like tragic recording we've ever had in
1: our lives. <laughs> easily, easily. But I want to give a shout out to Darius. If you follow him as at Darius. Um, dot esq, of course, law, um, who could be one of the very you know the one of the next big lawyers ever. So I want to give a shout out to him. Very cool guy. I hope Always. he's
0: putting I hope he's putting R Kelly in jail. <laughs> well, <yeah.
1: laughs> Well, we can ask him, yeah. <laughs> we can always ask him. But, yes, I, I I don't know. I want to start a little, you know, just a little brief segment, a little something like that. So if anyone's got any great things that are going on with their lives and that are professional wrestling fans that listen to this podcast that would want me to talk about it, just DM me. Like, you, you can just do that if you got great things going on. I just want to highlight that people are doing great things. you got some great positive energy before we get into all this, like, WTF on professional wrestling. And just talk about it. Just briefly.
0: Just briefly. Yeah, I like that. That's, that's cool. We got to highlight the positive because sometimes we get real negative on this shit.
1: You know? Big time. Big time. All right. Let's get into AEW. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: no AEW watch this week.
1: No uh, AEW. They did. they um, my, my man Cody Rhodes dropped a promo. Apparently oh, yeah. One of yeah, the greatest yeah, promos on earth, uh, according to a lot of uh, people.
0: What are your uh, thoughts on
1: that promo? The promo fucking sucks. <laughs> oh wow. Okay.
0: <laughs> how are you comparing how are you comparing CM Punk's pipe bomb to The Rock uh The Rock's promos? Like The Rock is literally one of the great like I might not like him like like you know, I might not like him like right now. I love The
1: Rock always
0: like his promos right now, but like, I'm talking about promos, like promos Over. right now. He's also might be a secret Republican, but, um,
1: <laughs> oh, don't say that, but yeah, um, go on, go on though.
0: But you know, like back in the day, like I think the rock is undoubtedly a better performer um, on, on Mike guy than punk. Like I'm not going to use the, the 20, uh, what was it? 2013, 2014 stuff. I'm not going to use that as like a, a litmus for punk being better than him because punk got him when he wasn't in his prime anymore. You know, right. Like, that's not even a comparison. Like, what the fuck are you even talking about? I, I think it's like you're trying to kill the attitude era, and like half of your like your your homeboys, their whole gimmick is the attitude era.
1: <laughs> yeah, for, for, this is true, right? They're definitely like offsprings of whatever the attitude era was, right? Yeah, one hundred percent. Like Kenny Omega and Chris Jericho and DX and the Bucks and all this other stuff. Everyone is kind of a thing off of that. But Cody Rhodes decided he wanted to drop this like portrait mode ass promo. Um, regarding like I guess this is the promo for him versus Dustin Rhodes at Double or Nothing.
0: Mm-hmm. And big, like, big
1: money match. Ooh. He was like, listen, they he pretty much said like I'm here to kill off the Attitude Era. And to me, what this promo did was he was, this is another, you know, opportunity to kind of like pit fans against one another. And yep. pit more, yep. it's more so <laughs> like AEW versus WWE. Like we're Ford. We're 20 years later. You see all those guys up there and he specifically like you know, he specifically mentions like Triple H and things like that. And people were still up there and, and you know, who thrown shots at AEW coming their way. But he specifically mentions those. He tries to like paint the sort of picture of this kind of like AEW versus WWE thing. And what we're doing is we're killing off that sort of old guard and that old thing. And, you know, these you can't compare the brawn panties matches to, you know, et cetera, et cetera. You can't compare this, this to that, that. And I'm just like, uh, Corny. It's he
0: sounded like he was like uh on the on the debate team.
1: He sounded like a Republican. (laughs) (laughs) Big Republican energy, bro. He sounds very conservative. If you conservative, Cody Rhodes would be uh, a great gimmick for him. To be honest with you, Um, Uh, I didn't like it. I didn't like it. Yeah, I wasn't really feeling it, but you know, I understand Uh, what he did.
0: We do have a Sasha Banks watch, if
1: if only a short one this week. What's 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 in the world of Sasha Banks? Let's see. Let me check her gram.
0: She she took the weave out. She took the purple weave out.
1: That was oh the big okay. Message. Wait a minute. Hold on. I didn't see this. Wait, is, is it on the gram?
0: I don't think so. It was. A, it's a picture that someone took. Uh, I think it was on someone's story. Her and Bailey were
1: hanging out last weekend. Ooh yes, because her and Bailey always hang out. Ooh. Um, I seen that she has the the most recent picture is her with a goat standing on her back.
0: Yep. Then there's a pic. There's another picture of her where, where her hair is clear. You can clearly see her actual hair, and not Listen. not the weave.
1: Well, what could this mean? Uh, she, she changing out weave, changing hairdressers. I don't. I don't know. Does like, it mean that she's giving up the business? She's taking out with a She, WW, she Sasha Banks and she did. Um, she did. Oh, I see the photo. Yes. Yeah. yeah. She's sitting on the steps.
0: Yep. She did uh, send out an Instagram story telling uh, Bailey to kill it in her match with uh, Becky on Tuesday. That's been the only real uh, kind of proof, like, you know, anything wrestling related going on. But we're not even at the 30 days yet. I think we're nearing like day 20 soon this week. So. By the end of the month... or by No, the, the, the,
1: we we're close to 30. It's been almost... Okay. It's almost one month to WrestleMania. It's a... We're, we're probably, by, like, 23. Like, we're probably, like, one week away from her, not just her last appearance, which was at WrestleMania, quite yeah, honestly.
0: So... But usually... But my thing is this, like, usually she takes 30 days off after, like, losses.
1: <laughs> well, so... It's not even like take thirty days off. Eventually, WWE's just gonna start booking you for things again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like they're yeah. just gonna like, all right, Sasha, we're I mean? checking your availability for the house show loop, and then or the European tour or something like that. And she's like, she's gonna be like, I'm not going <laughs> in that voice. Uh, I mean, you know, like it's, she usually
0: does take the, the whole thirty day sabbatical after after big losses every single time. But it's like, what show? Do, what like I think this week uh, I would have to ask like, what show do you even put her put her on at this point?
1: I would put her on Raw because it seems like Raw needs her, especially considering the sort of landscape of the women's roster on Raw. I mean, um, it's great that... She'd be a major you know,
0: player there immediately.
1: It's it's great that Naomi's a de facto you know, face in this. But also, what's on Raw is the person that she hates the most, which is Alexa Bliss. Yeah. Um, and at some point, they will have to work with one another. That's just... It's just no... If ands or buts about it, they'll have to work with one another. So... Um, the biggest opportunity for her is on Raw, unless she wants to end up like Bailey on SmackDown, taking L after L. Um,
0: I think, a, but I think ba- great ba- L's. Though. I think there's a story behind Bailey's L. Oh right?
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think they're building towards something for Bailey, but I mean, both of them for as much of time as the women get on SmackDown, she got a lot of time these last two weeks. So props to her. But I would probably say like keep her on keep her on monday nights
0: yeah keep her on monday nights i think her and bailey they've been together for far too long
1: yeah i agree i agree for far too long and maybe they i think at some point they might end up switching becky to raw as well yes i feel like because you know they're doing all types of stuff with the switch right now we saw saw the club on smackdown again they weren't even announced for moving shows (laughs) they just were backstage and it was like they're on smackdown we forgot. <laughs> we don't have enough teams.
0: <laughs> Bring your ass to RAW. Right. right. I weird. mean,
1: they have to. They have to relinquish the belts, and they forgot they had teams. Like that's how I felt like they <laughs> treated the entire move on SmackDown. But I mean, well,
0: hey, Just weird. But uh, that is a Sasha Sasha Banks watch for this week. I guess next week we'll have more concrete information on. What's really going down uh, next up? I mean, another uh, confirmed departure at this point, Dean Ambrose just last night put out a video right after, uh, I want to say that right after SmackDown went off the air uh, that announced his return as John Moxley. He, his, his whole persona is different now. Uh, it was a very like the production value on this video
1: is crazy, it's insane. It's insane, right? Like, it's like, yo, who funded this? Like, yeah, was, was he saving his money for this moment? <laughs> no way, no way anyone <laughs> ever saved their money to create independent Boy, wrestling, wrestling promos that spend that much on they had angles. He's definitely Amra's.
0: signed some. he's definitely signed somewhere.
1: They I, had dogs. No, he can't be signing where he just left.
0: He'd have Can to.
1: Be, he? he he could he it could. Well, actually, his contract ran out, so it's different than being released, isn't? it
0: Yeah, his contract ran out. He did not renew it. I don't think that they. Have, I don't think you have like a no compete
1: at that point, right? Yeah, it it, it looks the production value on this. Because
0: usually when they let you go, you have the you have the ninety day.
1: Right, but, but, but the fact, if
0: you go ahead. No, 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 go ahead,
1: go ahead. Finish your point,
0: because my like point if, is
1: completely if, different.
0: Yeah, but like if you if if it's like if they let you go, you get the 90 day no compete, right? But if you get let I I don't know if we've ever seen anyone just lapse and just go like, re, did Rey Mysterio lapse and leave? Cuz they didn't release him. Mm. I think Rey Mysterio did like eventually he was, his, his doing,
1: he was ran trying to do, he was trying to do AAA shows while he was under contract, man. He was doing Triple A Mania and all the other extra stuff. Like he was doing <laughs> things. Um I there's it's been a while since anyone's contract has run out. Yeah and they just like you know explore things on their own usually it's wwe who does release and usually it's wwe who's like you're not gonna be able to get released like what they're doing to Lou harper right now or apparently what they're doing to um that's wilder that's wilder where they're essentially like they're going for the release and it's like well your contract's up next year and you spent mad time injured <laughs> so your rollover <laughs> you're gonna roll over until <laughs> july Big head. (laughs) That's the business for you. I'm watching this promo right now. I'm interested in who came up with this, how quickly they came up with this, why they come up with this, but I'm pretty sure I feel like this might be an AEW type of deal. I'm also interested in why he would decide to immediately... Come back. (laughs) Right. It felt like he was more so creatively stifled now as opposed to Something like I'm uh, I'm I'm over the road or something like that, because that's what it, I'm
0: saying. Like, you don't say like like everyone's excuse was, man, yeah, the road life is so crazy. You don't you know, that's that narrative is crushed. It's, it's defeated. It's done. Like, it's not the road life for him. He's about to go back to doing death matches.
1: Yeah, he just wanted to do death matches. That's what it looks like and like WWE that, probably didn't want him to. He was probably too cooker a, a, a lot of the critique about Dean Ambrose for the last 2 years is that he's crazy but he's not like as demented as we probably would like to see. Like the John Moxley's the death matches, the all the other stuff that kind of makes him such original. He kind of has to be John Moxley but within the WWE standards of yeah. like still appeasing to you know stockholders and children watch the show and all these other type of deals so he isn't able to like get the barbed wire you know get the get the thing out and start cutting into people's heads like he would probably want to um so he kind of has to do it with all within all the wwe standards
0: I'm at least interested to see where where this goes next. I'm not interested in seeing the matches because I think people are like him doing death matches doesn't automatically not make him a bad worker. He's been a no. bad worker for a while. Oh <laughs> <laughs> well, all right, yes.
1: Way to frame that. Thank you.
0: Like it's it's it, like it, he's still he still sucks. Like I don't think him doing death matches is going to change the fact that he's just you know. Like what's he gonna like? He's still gonna be doing the silly shit that he was doing in Ring and and like he, his promos might get, but he's gonna be able to cuss. So good job, I, I guess.
1: Where do you think he ends up? It looks to me none of this like the production on this. It's weird. What is the production on this? Who the, did Renee feel
0: this? Like, it looked like it, it, I thought it was Impact at first, but obviously it's not Impact. Um, it feels like
1: a, I don't know. If it was Lucha Undergroundy, it would be like a lot more. There would be a lot more Spanish in the
0: <laughs> yeah. Be, be um, it, they would have had like a like a like a Latino guard or something.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah or something along those lines. You would have <laughs> popped up on I don't know Big Hernandez or who's wrestling down there now. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the mystery is there. Sure, I, listen, I ain't nothing. There's nothing that's gonna
0: make me uh, you know care about a Dean Ambrose match ever again. But good for him.
1: Good for him. It's, for it. him. it's at least. A different way it's presented, so yeah, I kind of want to see how this kind of goes in the first sort of run. I do. If I had to do a major prediction, I would say yes, it's AEW. Ugh. ugh. Uh,
0: more controversy. Are you ready? Ready, Mills?
1: Yes, always. Always w- ready for the con.
0: WWE is returning to Saudi Arabia on June seventh for another uh, live event. It will, and uh, you know, in their press release, they've already announced that Brock Lesnar. And Goldberg are set to appear on the and show. And The Undertaker and the Undertaker, uh, as yeah, well as Kofi, as well as Kofi Kingston, Seth Rollins, and uh, pretty much everyone that that I figure would go. Uh, Daniel Bryan, obviously, he's not on TV, but I don't think he was gonna go. I don't no. think uh, Roman Reigns wasn't announced either. I don't have the press release right in front of me. I I, did, I left his name out. I
1: think he was. Yeah, I think he was announced. To be okay. honest with you, yeah, okay. I think he was announced. Um, you know, I, I saw a tweet about this earlier, and it's just like, yo. WWE gonna do what they want anyway <laughs> it's like I can be outraged for it but then also they just do what they want anyway so it's like I'm really twice a year am I just gonna be like outraged that they keep going back to this place because they have a 10-year deal and can't get out of it um over over you know the controversy of last year which is why we didn't watch the show at the end of last year but and we won't be watching this one it's it I mean, we won't be covering this one for sure. I mean, maybe I'll, maybe I'll peep. I don't know. We I didn't know. watch it. I didn't watch it at all. I still haven't watched it. I, I saw some stuff,
0: but it, it was apparently pretty. the yeah. It was allegedly the worst show. Like it wasn't
1: pretty. <laughs> it wasn't pretty. But you know, it is. I mean, they could do the greatest Royal Rumble again. All this other stuff again. But yes, I mean, I don't know what to say. Like yeah, it, uh, it's, everyone's responsible. Everyone's response is like, what we could do is stop giving them their money. But then it's like, I got to give them money 364 other days of the year. Like, what does this... I don't want to say like this means nothing. I'm I'm sure if a lot of people don't tune in, um, then they'll be like, oh, this is kind of crazy. This is not going how we expected. But I don't even think a lot of people won't tune in. (laughs) I think a lot of people will tune in. So it's kind of like... I. I, I stand by or stand late last year of not watching it, and I still stand by that. And I think you know, um, it just wasn't a great idea to sort of do that at that time. And I thought they should have maybe figured something out, and they probably did because along, you know, we covered the sort of build up to that, and then some shows they weren't talking about the you know the pay per view, and then some shows they were, and you know da da da. Friday, June seventh, they're gonna be back.
0: Um, ain't nothing we could do about it. That's ain't right. nothing we
1: could do about it. It really ain't nothing we could do about it. WWE uh, is like nothing you could do about it. To be honest with you, like,
0: like what are you gonna do? Come on, fight me, fight me. Come on, yeah. like, come what's on. up? And, like what's up?
1: We, they got shows. They got shows there for the next nine years. Yeah, <laughs> there's nothing uh, we could do. About
0: it. Low key, like low key, like all oh, oh, low key. They put, they put the press release down and said what, what, and what.
1: And what be up? back. Be and back. We
0: back. What up? And what you gonna do?
1: What are you gonna do? What are Framing? you gonna do? Fighting me what's um, up?
0: But yeah. Goldberg. Uh, yeah, Goldberg. Uh, what do you think he he's Ah uh, man. I, I'm guessing we're gonna find out in the next couple of weeks, huh?
1: <laughs> I I I pitched this, you know, this triple threat match that they're gonna probably have. They're not gonna have this. They're easily not gonna have this. This was all just a ploy, but I said Undertaker versus Goldberg versus um Brock Lesnar now realistically this wasn't happened because none of these three guys could competently carry a match in any certain Brock,
0: Brock could Brock could
1: you think Brock would be like all right guys this is where
0: Brock would be the Brock would be the ring general here Brock would bounce around it for everybody's offense and who's
1: laying out that match and uh, making sure everything is paced I think that's when you enter like Triple H in this match somehow
0: yeah um I mean, it, would, it wouldn't be a crazy match, but I mean, I, if I didn't think that uh, if I didn't think that Brock was gonna go after Seth, I think Brock it's gonna be Brock Seth, honestly.
1: I think if they do another Royal Rumble sort of situation, I could see Goldberg in that. Um, that but- worked. But in terms of Goldberg having an actual long match, nah. I think the thing is when you do the Royal Rumble, now you get an opportunity to do all these kind of like you know these dream scenarios you would never get any otherwise because he's not going to wrestle a a long minute match ever. Um, Mm -hmm. So you get all these scenarios. You get a Goldberg or Braun Strowman, or you get a Goldberg and AJ Styles, or even a Goldberg and Undertaker sort of battle, Um, or Goldberg and Roman Reigns. That is as well. So you you know
0: two dudes that are not in ring shape right now.
1: <laughs> I mean, it is what it is. Goldberg uh I'm I'm excited to see what Goldberg does.
0: I think I think from the top I think we're going to get the the rematch uh with Go- with uh, Lesnar and and Rollins. Um and I think yeah, I, I don't know Undertaker, and then we're gonna do. I, I'm not gonna watch. I don't know why they continue to to like t- truck the Undertaker out and make him get on that long ass flight. <laughs>
1: like you know why? Evil. He ain't going to Starcast. I tell you that. I bet he wish he was. I bet he wish he was. Nah, I, I
0: know he. I bet he wish he's he was not going to Starcast. They won't bother pay him a million. I know they just to get off his
1: couch. They pay him a million. It was like, listen, I'm sure he was like, buddy, you can't. How are you going to go to StarCast and you got a match in Saudi Arabia? And Undertaker is like, I got a match where? <laughs> <laughs> I got a what now? That's like, not yeah,
0: enough to re-up his NRA
1: fees. Listen, turn. I was going to say turn that up. Um, turn that down. But, yeah, I mean, it it is what it is, man. They're going to be back in Saudi Arabia. The Saudi bag is real. It's back. And it's, it's profound. It's 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 as profound as ever. It's even more profound with the names that's or, that's on here. Um, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Uh,
0: last thing on no holds barred this week. Uh, I guess we're gonna go a little long form on this one. What the hell is wrong with Leo Rush? <laughs> <sighs>
1: okay. A lot has been. A lot has been said. With like, I w- if rather than what the hell is wrong with Leo Rush, I want to say what the hell is going on with Leo Rush. That's what I would rather say. I, I don't, I don't know if anything wrong is happening with Leo Rush. I mean, something, yeah, something is wrong. He's not on the shows or something like that. But like, I don't know. I don't want to use it in that sense because I feel I'm. I feel a couple of different ways on this Leo Rush situation. But maybe you can give the sort of backstory and break it down so everyone gets context on this.
0: Yes. Uh, where, where do you even start? Um, Leo Rush, it was reported late last week that uh, Leo Rush had. Uh, well, it's always been a situation with Leo Rush having heat. Let, let's be clear here. He, oh, he has always had heat. From the first week. <laughs> From the first week, he, he has never not had heat with, with everyone.
1: You know, after the Emma thing.
0: The Emma thing, all of that stuff. The, there, was a, there was some weird situation with Bobby Lashley a couple of months ago where he wasn't on the show for, what, like two weeks? Uh, or maybe like a week That like, where he just wasn't around Bobby. Remember, they were about to split him up. Yeah. That was the situation. Everyone was like, okay, he's definitely got heat, because like, where does Leo go after this? But then they they put him back together and everything looked to be fine. Turns out everything is not fine. Um, a report came out from from uh, Fightful. Uh... Where you know a source within the roster said that he has a, he has that Leo has heat with the incident that involved uh, Finn Balor. That said that the you know that Rush would be lucky if he ever appears in the main roster again anytime soon, if ever, which from looking at monday it looks to this looks to be the case um several sources said that that they've wanted him out of the the locker room for quite some time and this uh, one area of frustration is because rush insists to have his wife present at all times including rehearsals according to the story there was an incident where finn Balor made an effort to give rush advice about having his wife sitting in rehearsals he allegedly told rush that vince mcmahon would not take kindly to this and rush was unfavorable with his response then then basically the word spread throughout the locker room and there was another <laughs> Another incident <laughs> where where Rush told members of the WWE roster that he was looking to land a reality TV series with his wife. And that reportedly caused WWE management to get involved because obviously if you're planning on doing something like that, you would do it through the right channels or you do it through their PR and you know, their marketing team and you get on total divas or something like that. Right. Mm-hmm. So the report also notes that it doesn't appear to be any heat with his wife, but uh, a lot of it's, you know, is just derived from his behavior. They're saying he doesn't like to clean up and, and, you know, as, as a junior member of the roster, as in someone who just got there, you sit in gorilla, you watch the show, you hand people waters, you know, you, you do stuff that, you know, to show that you're not above other people. Right. On, and Leo just won't, he, he refuses to do things like that. And uh, it, it's kind of led to a, a shitstorm of a lot of stuff where Leo got on Twitter, will not get off Twitter, changed his name, took the WWE out of his name on Twitter. Uh mm-hmm. Did a Q and A, an ill advised Q and A, if, if you will, addressing the heat and saying, I mean, "You know, it's his Twitter." I mean, shit, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Uh, yeah, d- just a lot of stuff going on, a lot of odd, awkward stuff. I mean, obviously, he was not on. Uh, he was not on Raw
1: on no. Monday. No, he hasn't all. been on Raw since probably. I think maybe the Raw after Mania. Yes, he's he, not. Um,
0: he has not been on the show for quite some time, Bobby. But luckily, Bobby hasn't had. Huge talking sequences or, or talking segment segments since uh, he has a short one on, on Mondays Raw obviously, but uh, you know nothing super crazy that he couldn't do by himself or hold down by himself without Leo Rush, but Leo hasn't been on the show and I have to say like you know d- d- is Leo going to leave like is, is that what he wants
1: what he wants to do Let me let me tell you what's a major sign of of things when he knows it might go left when when someone opens a cameo account. Yes. That's when you know they kinda of end the business for themselves at that point. You you send you sending your shop up right there. Um he, he's got a cameo account. I'm looking on his Twitter right now. It just links to his cameo. It links to business inquiries at <laughs> LeoRushbooking at gmail.com. And his really?
0: answer his answer to, to a fan that that questioned him about this was I'm a businessman. I'm always I'm always looking to make business or, or to do business
1: with people. It, so a lot of things. All right, so there there's a lot to unpack here. Um where do we start? Where do we start? Oh my God! Okay, um, let's talk about the sort of the, the sort of backstage incidents and the kind of the the ruffling of the feathers of people kind of backstage because there is a culture in WWE and there is a culture. Yeah, that everyone kind of follows and and you, and you kind of blindly follow as someone who you know has. Uh, I guess I wouldn't, I wouldn't say it's blind. I wouldn't say as blind. I think, think people that- blindly follow it.
0: No because here's the thing at at any job any workplace, there are you
1: know no one's gonna ask me to do, no one's gonna ask me to you know grab if I'm hired to do a certain job no one's gonna ask me to do all this other shit but
0: there's I'm a there's having. a workplace culture, and regardless of like what like, we aren't in that culture, so it's not for me to say that I would never do that because right. if i want if I want to get ahead in this culture i'm gonna do it mm-hmm. because I know I have to do it's- it like you and I work in completely different feels from that. So it's like, if they've been doing this since the beginning of time and and it's, it's like wrestling, it's carny, obviously, but it's like, I don't think there's anything just outside looking in wrong with sitting in gorilla and watching the show.
1: I, I mean, I've heard more things of just like, you know, getting people's bags, Making sure you know was it water like the, the 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 gallons of water type of deal. Making sure that's filled. I, I, this is all the stuff that I've heard. Whether it's right, whether it's actually true or not, I don't know. Um, I don't want to say it's true. I just want to say what I've heard. Um, but he, I mean, all this is part of the culture and all part of things. So you I, brought up an interesting thing of like if this is how you how you if this is how you want to get far in the business. These are things that you do. Um that brought up my sort of question was, well, how far does Leo Rush actually do want to get in this business? Yeah. Um to it me seemed,
0: it seemed like from day one he's been like shooting himself in the foot.
1: To me, Leo Rush, um and I feel like so here's the thing. I feel like this is the difference between our podcast and this is the difference between everybody else's podcast, Right. Because we can kind of like see the real, you know. We can mm-hmm. kind of like read it and we kind of understand emotions. A lot of people are going to kind of re- re- report the sort of surface level things and report the kind of like, well, he's not he's not doing great in the background. He's not, you know, the, the Finn Bauer thing. Blah, blah, blah. Whereas I can sort of see how he moves and kind of analyze it from there. A Leo, lot of
0: Leo Rush is a young man from the DMV in Maryland,
1: D.C. Yes. area.
0: I know people like that. You know people like that, right? We know people who are that young. We know people who want to who see themselves or see things for themselves higher than what it is. And Leo walked into that that locker room and said, "I'm the next Rock. I'm the next right. Stone Cold." That is how people are.
1: That is and a I, different
0: I, personality than what most wrestlers are.
1: This is one hundred percent true, and I think a lot of it is because of our culture nowadays. A lot of it's like you know what? A lot of it. In the culture nowadays, we are preaching a lot of self sufficient, sort of like do it yourself, not like do it yourself, but sort of building your own brand. There's a lot of things that we're, de- and I think Leo Rush, especially being a young guy, seeing all of this, seeing the Jay Z's doing the things that they're doing, and seeing that, you know, everyone's sort of building their own business and everyone building their own brand and sort of reaching out and becoming stronger than that. I think Leo Rush, that's essentially, Leo Rush wants to kind of do that. Mm-hmm. Whereas now you're in a sort of situation where you're signed to this major company. You're signed to this major company who, by all means, owns all likeness to you mm-hmm. at this point. As long as you're signed to them, they own likeness to you. And I talked about a few weeks ago when I saw like those giant pictures of Access. And I'm like, yo, these guys probably don't even know that they're on here, that they're posing in like, WrestleMania shirts. like They just put on a green shirt and they just slap whatever on them. Um Leo Rush to me has always been sort of a, a guy who wants to sort of hustle and build his own brand and wants to be sort of bigger than professional wrestling. Now I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I'm not saying that um he wants to it, I'm not saying by him being bigger, it's to look down on the other people mm-hmm. or to step away from the other things. I think honestly, he wants to do both at the same time. Unfortunately, the environment that WWE is, you cannot do both at the same time. You can't they will not, your life. It's your life, is this. The, and they expect that from you. And while to me to to me honestly, that shouldn't be the way how things go, to be honest with you. I think um, especially as you know as they're listed as independent contractors i think if they want to go out and get their own deals they should be able to um if they want to do all this other things they should be able to but the fact that wwe kind of owns a likeness to them they kind of dictate you now you represent the wwe and now wwe has to sort of uh you can't go against the if, if wwe decides one day that they, they get a deal with adidas you can't come out in nike
0: and my, and my thing is, though, like him signing this, he as young as he is, he had to know that this is what it was like, that this is what it was. But it's like Leo to me represents. So many
1: I don't things. think he cares, though. Exactly. That's the but, problem. That might be the problem.
0: But like Leo represents so many young, young black kids. And he says it all the time. He, he represents a, a section of young black kids who have to stick up for themselves and have to stand up for themselves because they are underrepresented and they're under. You know they're they're not they're not looked at as as successes and where he's from not a lot of people make it, Right. but like at the same time it's also you got to look at it like yes you are, you absolutely are, but you also got to look at it like this Mills he was on 205 five live for like a week,
1: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> he was undefeated. <laughs> For, right. for that that cup of coffee he was there they made him look like a star he and left he, had, he left and he wasn't even on NXt he wasn't even on nxt in full set than like, a year
1: yeah he may, but not even that he had maybe like two or three matches on the Nxt period before he was eventually moved up to 205 live and then he was eventually moved to the main roster exactly so, so all these opportunities are coming his way And WWE could probably see that as like, yo, you're kind of spinning the, like, were you given too much too soon? Maybe we need to humble you. And maybe we need to send you back to wherever the hell, you know, we need to go to.
0: There are very few wrestlers that have been given that. Not even Finn was given that. Look at how long it took Ali to work to the main roster. Right. Uh, Cedric Alexander, who was on the main roster, then put, got put right back down into a five life. You know, it's just now getting back. Leo didn't have to fight for TV time. I think I think at worst obviously like Leo well, probably wanted to wrong, wrestle more. Hmm. I think I think at worst Did Leo he? probably wanted to wrestle more. Yeah, he should have. Yeah. He should have been like I absolutely agree he should have been wrestling more. But at the at the, at the end of the day, he was a prominent character on the show. Right. In the right. ring, on the mic, out the ring, whatever. He is a star. I just don't see what the, there's a disconnect there between the culture of wrestling in the culture of being a young black
1: man, that is, it, it conflicts. I think. I think um, so. Part of me is like, "Yo, what is sort of the end goal for Leo Rush?" Yeah. And I believe Leo Rush to to me, at least from just the things that he says. Uh, once again, I'll say, he wants to be. Doesn't want to be sort of boxed in and sort of just a professional wrestler. He doesn't want to be labeled as just a professional wrestler. He's done so many other things. We've seen him release music videos. We've seen him, you know, chop it up and so, and so on and, and, and do all these other things. He's a self-sufficient guy. This isn't a guy that sort of uh, sits around and waits for things. This is a guy who's recorded his own promos and his own videos. And we've seen so many times and they're the, they're the greatest stuff there. And now he does it less, which sucks. To be honest with you, because a lot of this, a lot of the point A to point B, he filled in the void a little bit between those. So he filled in, like, we would get these videos with him and, like, Keith Lee at the Performance Center or the videos with things like that. And I thought those were cool. And now we see he doesn't do those anymore. Um I think he's someone who's a a self-starter, someone who does it on their own, someone who doesn't necessarily want to wait for things to hand to him. There's no way that WWE is going to hand him any sort of the major thing. While he is on TV, there's no way WWE is going to hand him some of the things that they hand the Roman Reigns or even the Sasha Banks or all these other stuff. There's no way they're going to hand him that, maybe in Mm -hmm. the future one day, but it's not now. So in his mind, he's like, yo, I'm going to go and get mine. And I think that's 100% what he's doing now
0: and he sh- here's my thing he should
1: but there's a you can't be signed to the WWE and do yeah, it
0: yeah you it, can't and i just, want him and i and want and it's him not, to not that there. i do,
1: yeah and it's not that i don't want it to sort of happen because i do want the best to happen for everybody it's just that currently you just can't like it's not that i'm telling him that he shouldn't or he should not i'm telling him that it's just like from the way they do things now you just can't like you can't um They they want to do business the way they do business, and you're kind of conflicting with that now. Sort of the heat with his wife and things like that. Um, He's wilding for the wife shit. He's wilding for the wife shit. You know what? I can. I don't want to say he's wilding because if he snapped
0: off if he snapped off on Finn, he's wilding. I don't. I, I don't even feel like he would snap out on Finn.
1: I don't know. I feel like he would. uh, Here's the thing.
0: I think there's some truth to what's being said here. I think it might be we might be fifty fifty or sixty forty, but
1: there is reasons why he's not on the show. Yeah. Oh yeah. There's definitely reasons why he's not on the show. I mean, I think if if Finn Balor's offering him advice and he's just like, "Listen, I get what you mean, but here's why I'm doing this." Like. I feel like there has to be a reason for everything. I just want to know the reasoning behind it. I just want to know why. Well, I mean, from what from every report I've seen, it was that that was not what he said. It was that he snapped at him.
0: Mm. But and the reality show thing is like he's doubly wilding for telling people that knowing that they have shows like Total Divas on the Air. Right. Like, he's, I I think that it's it's like the, the, he's in his own way. Like, the thing, he's not hurting anyone. Like, here's the thing him yelling at Finn doesn't hurt Finn. He's not, he's not injuring anyone. He's not burying anyone online. He's only hurting himself. And that's the shit that's like crazy to me. Cause like with Enzo, he was openly harming other people. Right. Openly burying other people. Openly, you know, now it's like Leo's just doing this to himself. And you don't want, we don't want another Enzo, yo. We don't want there to be another Enzo situation. We, we, I want, I want Leo to succeed. And I, I think that everything from does, everything I've
1: heard. But does Leo want to? The thing is, it's just like I always felt like professional wrestling, yes, was always just end to a mean. And, and you know, continue to talk about this, but it's just like to me, they're like rappers who like rapping, who will rap, but. Their end goal is not to be the hottest rapper ever it's just not it's always an avenue to something sometimes it's fashion sometimes it's television shows sometimes it's legitimately for the exposure I wonder if sometimes if he's thinking of professional like that professional wrestling like that not to say that not to doubt the love that he has for professional wrestling but is this an opportunity to present yourself on a national television stage to lead to something else. Yeah, that's what I kind of wonder.
0: I, I think I think it's way too early. I think even if it's that, even if it's, the, if it's the case where he's like he wants to like branch off and do something else, and it, it, he don't have enough cachet on the wwe roster alone right now for that to materialize in anything he
1: hasn't done right. anything yet <laughs> uh, most most people who try to do that and don't have the cachet kind of end up fizzling out i mean we've seen you know i think Eva marie was someone and i don't want to compare him to Eva marie but Eva marie was like i could become popping on my own and well where's she at now eh. um or or various things like that um i don't think it's impossible I think it's a lot stronger road. It's a lot more of a road to go up. I mean, yeah, I I just want the we both want the best for Leo Rush. I think Leo Rush is a cool guy. I think Leo Rush is spectacular in the ring. There's got there's no way in hell he's that athletic and that gifted and things like that and not being able to sort of use it for professional wrestling. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, I also think, yeah, there's a lot of. He just doesn't get to use it for professional wrestling all the time, and they, that may be frustrating to him. To be honest with you, that may be frustrating for him. Uh, that he doesn't. He, that he doesn't get to do these things.
0: Obviously, and, he uh, needs to wrestle more. Obviously, he, you know, he might there might be frustration there. But my 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 inclination is to think that if he's lashed, lashing out in these different ways, it's not. You know, you're not going to get what you want that way. I think I, we say this all the time. You always get what you want there, just not where you want it.
1: <laughs> you know, and I Sometimes. think it, yeah, yeah, most of the time though. Most of the time though. But uh I mean, we could probably book him at this point. Um, honestly, <laughs> yeah. I mean, get on. The email is there, and, and and we can talk to him about you know. On it. I
0: mean, he he gave. I think he gave. I think he gave fightful the interview. So like, I think.
1: Hey, he's wilding. <laughs> I mean. He's wild. It seems to me if you're if you have a question, will he leave? I think he's going to leave. I think he's going to leave too. I think he's going to leave. But I think he'll be back. I don't think I don't know if he'll be back either. I don't. I don't think you do all the things that you do, and the way you're going about it, unless you're unless you guys specifically want to play with fans, but at the end of the day, you're also playing with the WWE when you take all the stuff. Out and your and game. here's my thing: he's playing himself if he leaves. So I, I never want to say that because he's playing himself. I never want to say that because Yo, I don't what, know. What's, what's next? I don't. I don't know what his like dreams and aspirations are. Like I don't know what if his dreams is to be bigger. I don't want everyone to say that because he made a life decision to leave something that he wasn't happy yet, and and we get a lot of wait, these. I'm not saying he's not happy. He's not saying he's not happy. Well, he, said, he, said it that, on,
0: he said it on Notes app that he's that he's that. He's got utmost respect. You know, he's happy where he's at, blah, 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 He just wants to do these other things. But I don't, you know, I don't know.
1: It's a, it's a, he I'm could. I'm sure up.
0: if, if he's, if he has hustled to get himself here, there is a way that he can do what he wants to do and do all of this other extra shit that he wants to do. It, like there, there are other people that, that, you know, do all this stuff and they do other things too. But they're not. I'm, I don't hear anyone. I don't hear them, I don't hear reports of them sh- loudly, you know, doing other things and 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 kind of like, you know, disrespecting other people to do it. No. Right. Um, you see it with the even with the NXT cast, even with, with Rhea Ripley saying the saying the the f bomb last week. Like they 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 were allowed to do that stream. They were allowed to do that. You're allowed to. I don't do know
1: that. how. I don't know how you were allowed to do that stream though, especially for fifteen dollars. You're not supposed to be doing that. You're really not <laughs> yeah. supposed to be doing that. To be honest with you. Making fifteen dollars? You a whole WWE superstar? What the hell are you saying? Stuff for fifteen dollars? A rear Ripley? Huh? Cancelled. Oh my that. god. Um, have you? Yeah. Quick thing. Have you heard about all the other news about people sort of uh, shifting and moving? Killian Dane maybe going back to NXT.
0: Good move.
1: How and then you know from the tapings? If you watch the tapings, a couple more people are heading back to NXT.
0: Uh, we'll we'll let callow talk about that. We'll on. let
1: him talk about it. But how do you feel? How would you feel as a because you know quite honestly, Lear Rush could be someone who, who could also be sent back to NXT or two hundred five or two hundred five. How would I mean, you feel? How do you feel about that in sort of situation? Do you feel like okay now they're utilizing me in a different way, or is this a a, a
0: NXT is NXT is not a demotion to anyone. I don't think. You <laughs> NXT, sure? NXT is not a demotion
1: to anyone. You dude. sure though? You sure? NXT one is on is a, a one
0: is on a. NXT is not a demotion to anybody.
1: One is in front of millions of audiences, and, and one, one gets the, to go to WrestleMania. Wrestling. One of the
0: one of one of those groups work less. <laughs>
1: No, I mean it's different. There's more than that. That's different, bro.
0: One of these, dude. One of those crews. Where I don't know how the money works out, but I'm just surface level. I'm only talking surface level. Like I'm not There's saying. There's one. I'm not, I'm not speaking, hold on. I'm not speaking from a. I'm not speaking from a, a level of. You know. I, I absolutely know what's going on, but I, I think when you look at what NXT is able to do, like they're able to have long matches. They're able to have really cool matches and, and interact with fans in different ways that you can't on the main roster. They're able to have those really cool house show loops where they can do fun stuff like that that you can't really do on, on WWE main roster house show loops. You're completely free of the McMahon hold. You're, you're working with people who will eventually, if, if possible, they'll help you get right back to where you were at. I don't think that it's a demotion. I, I don't think Killian Dane, who barely showed up on SmackDown, maybe, wait, how many times did he show up? Four times? Yeah.
1: Last year? But that's not, I mean, that's not his fault. I don't think he's any less uh, talented for it. But not, yeah. that's
0: not a demotion for him. Mm. the demotion for him. 205 is a demotion.
1: For people where they, to me, um, this is a kind of sign that WWE is kind of very packed right now. And it's probably due for some cleaning um, considering that we've reached a point where a lot of talent are unsatisfied in the way things are going and now have to kind of be sent back to, like there were rumors that Luke Harper was going to go back to NXT. There was yeah. rumors that in, in, in to me, that's kind of a sign of like, yo, what are we doing with the roster? Like, we have so many people who aren't even getting used. And now we kind of have to send them back to NXT. And you work hard to co- go from NXT. Don't get me wrong. As, as much as NXT is cool like that, you work to get to the main roster. Felveteen Dream is working to get to the main roster. Aleister Black and Ricochet work to get to the main roster. To, sometimes to work to get to the main roster out. and then... And, 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 and then not be able to work and have to kind of be sent back. It's not on your own. It, it, to me, it, I don't know, just mentally, it would mess with me. That's what I would say. To mentally, it'd be like, yo, what is the company do? I'd like, I, I could
0: i I'd say that like a, a Tyler Breeze would love it. He was at his hottest there next year.
1: Yeah, but it's kind of like. He needs to work
0: how he wants to work again. <sighs>
1: I don't know. Somebody and, don't sit right with me.
0: On, I think on both ends we're we're really just kind of generalizing and coming up with like I we can't speak for those
1: guys. Right. This is true. This is true. Like
0: I, I don't know. I'm I'm just like
1: I'm I'm saying it from my I'm saying it from my vantage point of just like, yo, if I were if I were A Killian Dane or a Tyler Breeze or a Luke Harper or someone else who's just been like, yo, I'm not even getting used, like what's going on here? And they were just like, Okay, I guess you can work on NXT now. I'd be like, yo I, I mean, I love NXT, but it took me like four years to get out of NXT. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And to have to go back, um, have to work with all these cool people. You know, there are cool people, but at the same time, have to work from kind of a place where the exposure isn't as high. The the
0: I, I, I wouldn't call over 2 million whatever people. Like, That's so I mean, Raw gets 2 million every week.
1: Yeah. But, I mean... Not everyone's watching NXT though.
0: Well, we all. Well, come on, NXT is consistently in the top five of of the most viewed network shows. Not
1: everyone on the network watches NXT though. You don't know but, but that. You don't. <laughs> well, you don't know. You saying have, that everyone I who watches Monday. You saying blitz. everyone who watches Monday Night Raw watches NXT? It's the same exposure.
0: I'm not saying that. I'm, I just said. that. Yeah, he- you can't because you can't say that. <laughs> I, and I didn't say that.
1: Yeah, you, I mean, but I feel like it's a. To me, the exposure and the WWE and the pageantry of it all, and the main roster and the WWE Championship, and all the dreams and things that you've had. Yes, it's great to be in NXT. But to be honest with you, if I wanted to wrestle against some like people who just out on wrestling or people who haven't figured themselves out, I'd probably go somewhere else.
0: Okay. I mean, some people, I mean, I, I just don't think that. A lot of people look at it. I don't think Alexander Wolfe is looking at going to NXT UK as like a, a bad thing. I,
1: I also don't think like he's he was immediately put into a, a top position oh, on that show. Right, right right. on the NXT UK. Well, yeah, it's completely different. NXT UK. Yeah, I feel uh, it.
0: I think Killian Dane gets right back into the groove of things, uh, and he's a, he's a monster character that that show is missing right now. That they, I honestly, <laughs> at that roster right now, they really need it. Right. They need that monster character because I think Lars brought that to that show, and now that's missing.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm sure they all be fine. Uh, Let's get let's run through these shows. Sure. Uh, Let's start off with Raw. uh, Both of them not not the greatest shows, to be honest.
0: Yeah. Uh, Raw is show where I can definitely see why ratings were what they were this week. Um,
1: Ratings don't matter. I want to let everyone know that not that ratings don't matter. Ratings matter a little bit, but they're not the end all, be all. Raw isn't getting canceled because they're dipping under two mil or around two mil like that. There's a lot of you know, there's a lot of conversations around, and this has been a constant conversation. And I think that's because wrestling fans are conditioned by the ratings and Monday Night Wars. And well, the ratings were the show was this, and then. ratings were the show was that. Ratings are the least impactful that it's ever been, especially considering the fact WWE already has its money. (laughs) WWE gets money from their sponsorships. WWE gets money from... They just got a billion dollars to air SmackDown. Yeah. Or Raw, or I forget which one now, but it's just like a a billion... I could say a jillion dollar shit. But like I don't think... I think a lot of people always and it's usually the melter types and it's just the people who are just kind of like yo raw ratings uh, it's down yeah it's down if it reaches terribly low could they cancel raw yeah I could probably see them canceling raw
0: what? 2 million
1: people but if, it, if it ended up being like impact numbers like yeah they probably cancel raw They're like yo what the hell are y'all doing on that network USA
0: canceling raw they,
1: they never canceling They ne- <laughs> no one's ever going to get not want Monday night raw ever. Yeah. No one's not going to want Monday night raw ever. Um, um
0: I I wanted to talk about money in the big. I think we'll wait until we talk about Smackdown because that was like a big part of it, of it, but I do want to talk about Ricochet's promo. <laughs> that boy sounds scared. <laughs> he sounded real scared on the show like I mean Drew McIntyre sunned him to a level that I don't I haven't seen on Raw in a very long time, but Ricochet was shaking and shit. I was like, "Bro, is he ready for this?" What's going on with my, well, my
1: man? It's two weeks in. Ricochet's ready. Well, you know, I, I never buy. People get the jitters. People get all this other extra stuff, man. I think this is his first opportunity in speaking on Monday Night Raw. I mean, I'm, I know it is. Um, but you, we've seen way worse. We've seen so much worse. Um, if this is how, I'm pretty sure they might not let him do it again. But um, we've seen way, way worse. And I think this is at least a stepping stone for him to just look at what happened here and just say, okay, next time I'm killing. Next time I'm going be more prepared or something like that. But yeah. he's
0: but, a, uh, I mean, yeah. well, another thing about Ricochet, which I, I mean, I'm keeping a very vested interest in him. He not only got to pin Baron Corbin, who obviously is in the upper mid card for some strange reason, uh, but he's in the money in the big match. No mention of him losing to Robert Roode last week. Robert Roode not on the show this week. What the fuck? What the fuck? I have no clue why they had him lose last week. It reminded again. It reminded me of the Punk thing when he lost to to Hardcore to Hardcore Holly on ECW a long time ago. Then like he got immediately put into the ECW uh, the ECW title picture like the week after. (laughs) I can't explain it. Yeah, it was I have weird. no clue. I have no clue what, what like what's going on here. I'm like, is, is Ricochet gonna get his win back? I mean, does he? Does he? I mean well, obviously, if they, I mean it seemed like him, it was like it, it, it was like addition by subtraction somehow.
1: <laughs> to me, it was to me, I mean, a lot of the booking has been weird um over the last couple of weeks, if you're asking me. But um, to me, I just feel like It's weird. It's definitely weird. It's definitely weird. It's definitely definitely like an eyebrow razor. Like, why did this go on?
0: Robert Rude couldn't even sniff TV this week. Like, Ricochet is your week-to-week guy. He's gonna be on the show every
1: week. But I also think... I mean... Again, there's not enough room for people on the show. They be forgetting stuff. I'll be honest. They probably had plans for Money in the Bank. And because of what leaked, I think they switched it around. Because everyone was talking about how, oh, this person's going to be, a, you know, TV promo in my town. And, you know, they're saying these guys going to be in Money in the Bank. I legitimately think they switched things around.
0: Well, Robert Roo wasn't going to be in the match.
1: Mm. Yeah,
0: you're right. He was never going to be in the match. So, again, why not keep Ricochet strong? Unless... unless <laughs> now, shit. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he's strong. Now, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, c- clearly far far beyond <laughs> far beyond where he was going to be where I think he was I thought he was going to have a fucking feud with Robert Roode but uh I mean moving on to the upper, upper middle card I, I see Rick, Ricochet and Finn Balor's role where he's facing a bunch of big guys
1: yeah I mean that's Monday Night Raw for you they kept the three big guys they kept the Bobby Lashley Drew McIntyre and Baron Corbin and quite honestly one of them needs to change allegiances to be honest with you I can't deal with another match Um any six man tags with those three but yeah, uh, we
0: we had an AJ Styles and Seth Rollins contract segment that that ended the show. Uh, I thought it was
1: very strong. Uh, I'm over contract signings, bro. I'm so over it. Yeah, like, you know it. it's easy. I'm over it. I'm so over it. Like it's it, to me it's not even worth um checking out because I know what's going to happen. Like that's how much I'm over contract signings. They do it every month. And that's the problem. They legitimately do it every month. They do it every month for whatever so reason and someone gets put through a table. That's kind of what, you know, contract signing MO is. Um, I feel like, you know, it was a strong segment. Um, Do you feel like AJ Styles is leaning more towards a heel in this sort of situation?
0: Yeah, he has to because Seth is going to be the top face on the show. I I don't think that there was any question, um, even even AJ coming, that that was going to be it. I think you moved Roman to make that Seth show, you know, and uh,
1: I, I think AJ needs to turn. I think, I think AJ needs to, yeah, AJ needs to turn. This is yeah, what I've been talking about for a couple of weeks. I think AJ definitely needs to turn.
0: He needs to turn. I think it's fair. He's been a he's been a face for 2 years. Um I, I think that that's, you know, even if it's just like remember when he was a heel on Smackdown, he was just kind of like the 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 really competitive heel that always won. Yeah. Uh I th- I think that's really where where that you know that came from. Um, I, I, I like the ending segment with the phenomenal forearm. I think it's just whew, like really, really, a really cool like spot going through the table. Like that's not a move that you kind of see go through a table a lot. Um,
1: I, I really liked it. I, I know a lot of people were like really. They're really. I loyal. was over it by the time I got to it because the most of all was not good.
0: Yeah, I I think a lot of people are really like for some strange reason very down on this match. I, I don't understand. Maybe it's just the the there, there's a big a uh, conversation around Seth that he's like not that good or not as good as people think he is. And Who said that? a lot of people, like I, said, I think if you had this exact same conversation last week, but like, there are a lot of people that don't like Seth Rollins. Who said that? A, I people, I mean. people are down in this match. And I, I think Seth is, you know, I think he's got a better program right now and a possibly a better match than like Kofi has. Mm.
1: I mean, probably a better match, but better program nah.
0: They're both not strong programs. Let's be let's be honest here.
1: They're, they're neither of them. Are if strong if I had to pick one who was probably stronger than one, I would go with the guy who betrayed the guy, as opposed to the guys who are just actively competitive and want to be the best. It's like, it's the it's KO storyline. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you know, I ain't, you know, I just think you the know, the KO it has a little bit more juice to it. I think if AJ and and Seth can get a little bit more juice behind it, I think that's how, and that and why you are doing it is turning aj styles heel is in a tag
0: match if they're in a tag match next week kill me <laughs> just kill me
1: hey they might if, end up fighting for the tag team titles
0: if it is aj and seth in a fucking tag match together against uh like baron corbin and and bobby lashley i please 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 kill me i'm not oh, watching you know,
1: the- uh, <laughs> oh you know that too. turn that up hold on oh my <laughs>
0: Um. Uh, next up, uh, Lacey Evans and Becky Lynch get a little spicy on Raw, and they, they they were throwing some 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 soup bowls, as Taz used to say. I'll be honest, I, I, missed, it. I missed it. <laughs> I missed it. I caught it. I, I caught that I think That was one of the, the the few things I didn't skip through on Raw this week. Uh, I, I think Who did Becky face on Raw? She faced somebody. Becky, f- uh, <laughs> Becky faced uh what the fuck, who did Becky face now now my memory's gone other than the
1: other than the raw was n- raw was not memorable at all, bro, so Monday night um she faced boom boom boom, um damn, where'd she go? I thought it was just a promo, oh, I guess it was just a promo. yeah it'
0: was just a promo she didn't face anybody,
1: it was huh just a promo. Huh. promo. next yeah. to me all right, well, whatever I mean it was fair I mean be get it how you live, you know what I'm saying um the part was
0: really good i, I think uh Lacey is really like impressing me here i have to say like I, I didn't have a lot of a lot of hope for it but i think that her promos have been really good i think that her actual physicality has been really well, uh, well done and i think they've actually made her look like a top heel on the show in the same way that they they did for alexa a couple of years back just making her look very good against established acts um i'm, I'm a little bit higher on the match now Looking at this, I think it could actually be something really cool. Both brawlers. Uh, I think Lacey kind of has like an athletic edge a little bit. But um, I think it'll be good. I think it'll be really solid. I, th- I thought Becky was really good this week.
1: All week, honestly. Becky was good. Uh, I mean, Lacey's cool, too.
0: I think you'll come around. You came around on the, on the Viking
1: raid. I mean, I might. I might. I just think it's, it's too much for right now. I think if it was a little bit more tapered. But it is what it is. We gain what we're Lucky versus Becky. Lacey versus Becky at uh, Money in the Bank. Let's get it on.
0: Uh, week two of the Firefly Funhouse. Are you, are you still in? Or are you Are you out?
1: No, I'm still in. I mean, it's entertaining. I I I woke up, um, or at least I looked up from my phone when this segment came on because I knew what time it was. Um, <laughs> you heard that music. You heard that music. You was like, oh, it's time to go up. Oh yeah. Oh shit. It's, it's ready for. I'm ready for Firefly Funhouse. Hold up. Turn up. Turn up. Um, hey, you better back up. It it was interesting. I'm interested in see how they continue to unfurl this.
0: Where, what's his first program? Would it be Sammy? I, 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 I'm having I'm having no. a lot I'm having a lot of trouble trying to figure out where Sammy Zayn's going here. I, I don't I, I don't know. There are good promos, but we're, we're, who's 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 he facing?
1: He's not. He's not facing anyone until after Money in the Bank. Who could it be? I, I thought it was going to be Cedric. Mm. Cedric ain't even on the show, bro.
0: I mean, we don't need to be on the show for for Sammy to be
1: an asshole. Cedric ain't even on the show. Someone got to interrupt him. I guess when someone interrupts him, we'll get that nice little kickoff match that we get for money in the bank. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't... You know what? The Firefly Funhouse thing... Well, the Sami Zayn, once again, incredible. I think they're doing a great job in sort of building this entire program. It's a, it's a lot more time than um, Sami Zayn's gotten in most of his career to sort of build a persona. Um, especially considering... I was so down on the heel thing before, and then now it kind of looks like they're taking their time with it and building it, so I'm high on that. Um, the Firefly Funhouse thing, I'm not sure where they're going with it. Can't be, you know, I don't even know if he's fully a face or a heel or anything like that. He looks to be a face, but I can't see it happening, considering I don't know how he's going to come to the ring if he's coming looking like the Firefly Funhouse. But... I think he's going to be a face, honestly. There's too it, many heels in a row. But his entire thing, so... The, story, the the history of Bray Wyatt is, you know how he starts his feuds? He attacks somebody out of nowhere. Every feud. Yeah. Every feud. So how do you organically build it if he's just doing promos and there's nothing in the ring? He has to at least come in the ring at some point. So
0: Is we'll he going to wrestle in that sweater?
1: <laughs> yes. Yes. Bro. Yes
0: uh one more thing about raw uh tag team division i think it's actually very strong i think uh the viking raiders look really really cool they're actually getting over uh by a large a large 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 margin just because their offense looks really fucking cool
1: mm-hmm.
0: um but the usos in the revival
1: <laughs> yo why they got them doing that man why they got them doing that why they got them turning up like it's playboy cardi out here like die uso out here like, it was Dial It. Like, why they got them? Like, yo,
0: Dial It, what? It was so awkward because it was like, oh, we're going to commercial.
1: <laughs> why they got them doing that? Let, the song is fire on its own. People would cheer the song. WWE doesn't need to do the call and response. If they learned anything about the recent themes that they've created, they do not need to do a call and response. People I mean, will respond to the song.
0: Speaking it's, of turning Up, they had the revival... Uh. Uh, are they just trying to embarrass these guys? Like they had the revival do something like like a a uh, backstage segment where they were sh- oh, where shaving each back.
1: other's backs.
0: Shaving yeah, shaving backs. Uh, That's uh,
1: just some some slapstick comedy stuff. That's like heel stuff. That's like the ass cream. Remember ass cream? Yeah. <laughs> 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 That's like that. Where it's just like sometimes you gotta embarrass the heels and they respond accordingly, and sometimes they get caught with their pants down, and. I, I'm 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 for it. At least it gives them something, like something at least. No, there's like these serious, they're like these serious, like serious guys, guys, guys who's like shaving each other's backs and stuff it, like that. They hate it because they're like, uh <sighs> yeah. I mean, yeah, it is what it is. Uh, but that was raw. Uh, uh, no, hey, that- hey, hey, first of all, what the Miz and Shane McMahon will take place in a oh, steel cage match at Money in the Bank.
0: I was going to talk about that after we finished SmackDown. We we're going to run through the car really quick.
1: Oh, word. All right. Yeah. Uh, okay. that's, why, that's why I left it out.
0: All right, just ain't want you forget.
1: Yeah. Uh, uh, that's, that'll be a reminder for later. Okay, whatever. Uh, SmackDown.
0: Kofi's promo on KO. KO's prom- promo. I hope
1: Jim Ross is watching. That's what I hope <laughs> about this Kofi promo.
0: Fuck, boy. Uh, not a fan of this Kofi promo. Not, not what
1: are you, What are you a fan of? What, his, what is, say something why, nice about oh, Kofi Kingston talk, hey, Say wait, something nice about Kofi Kingston
0: Hey, shout out to Rob, Ugly New York When he said today When I saw it, Kofi When he saw Kofi fling a pancake <laughs> 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 He saw Kofi fling a pancake Into the upper deck, he cut the show off
1: <laughs> Y'all y'all should be ashamed of y'all so. <laughs> Both of y'all Rob, you, everything. <laughs> you should be ashamed of y'all Kofi, King- Kofi Kingston is doing his damnedest. He's Yo. making this... A- they're doing... The- so here's why I like the, the program thus far. I'm not crazy about the program, but I do like the program. Um, It seems like <laughs> Kofi Kingston is going to have to fight on his own. An entire thing that's been New Day in the support of his brothers. and he's with the support of his brothers, he's helped win the WWE championship. And now he's at the WWE champion level. And he's realizing that it's a much bigger target is on him. And at the same instant, Big E's gone. And then <laughs> Xavier has also been taken out. So now he's going to have to fight on his own. Oh, so I keep thinking about the big... The, He's been th- <laughs> flinging pancakes for years, bro. <laughs> but he's got the WWE championship. He's flinging. He,
0: he's flinging pancakes. <laughs> Yo, Mills, you gotta admit, like there are there are three big things about Kofi that I that I'm not feeling right now. The matches are good. Okay, chill out. I, I think the matches are good. That's a, that's, a good. Nice, that's a That's the nice thing. That's the nice okay, thing. Say the that, nice thing. I thought I thought his match against Nakamura was really really good. Uh, two weeks ago. Um. I, I think I think the fact that there's nothing changed is about the character. Like, as far as like like why can't Xavier why can't, why can't Xavier throw the pancakes
1: now? But he it's part of the deal, bro. Like that's what got him here. That's what got him to the dance. I I just think like you know. That's what got him to the dance. You want him to change up because he what, got a belt what, on where the championship gear. What
0: like that? It just doesn't feel. It just feels like very normal. Like feels like very normal to me. Like very like regular. Like like he's not like. Remember when Punk won the belt and, and Triple H said on the documentary like sometimes you, you, the the uh, the belt does, the belt doesn't make the man. The man makes the belt. And in Punk's case, the the belt was making the man. Mm-hmm. that's what I feel like is happening here like I feel like they, I feel like all the heat is really on like KO and I feel like I well feel yeah like- the heat like- is on KO yeah, but I mean I feel like the, most of the reactions are coming from KO like I, I feel like Kofi's a little tiny bit colder than he was a couple like a month ago stop stop he's definitely not as hot as he was a month ago he was on the chase to the championship and that's, what, <laughs> I, he's gonna
1: be and that's what I was he's going to
0: be talking in. about with you i was like he just spent he just, mean, mills hold on hold on i was just saying like last month we had this conversation and i said you know i just feel as though like when he gets this belt then what you know i i, I don't i didn't see i didn't see him as a character being hot enough to you know to carry the
1: show. <laughs> like they just spent two weeks doing nothing, by the way. I'm just letting you know. They just spent two weeks doing nothing. The program right. literally yeah, legitimately started belt last belt week. He's
0: at a belt for a month. He's had the belt for a month.
1: He's had the belt. They spent two weeks doing nothing. Seth Rollins has also spent two weeks doing nothing. By the way, I'm just letting you know. Everyone right. has spent two weeks doing nothing. This is the beginning of the program. We gotta see what he's made of. Talk about it after the program. I, I'm, I'm willing to do a postmortem all, after all this shit because you're not ready I, for that. You're not ready for no. That. I'm ready for it. I'm, I'm ready for it. I don't you know think I said when I
0: said the moment of the belt. You said the belt.
1: No, I said the moment. Oh yeah, you said the moment. But when I, I said when, the moment, you said. But but I'm just saying like a lot of. But people, if he loses, he loses. Like I don't know if you want me to say. The moment was big enough. The moment will be something that'll forever be remembered. Okay, cool. All right. That's the boyhood, all. the boyhood dream has always been remembered. That's all I wanted to hear
0: uh really good main event uh finn and ali versus randy orton and andrade i think you should probably go out of your way to watch that i thought it was my favorite match of, of t on tv this week
1: i didn't see it the tag match thing for me
0: i liked it it was it's a really good tag match i think i think finn and ali are very uh, very good team together i think they they're gonna they're gonna do big things
1: i, I love where the- there's no tag belts now so if they really want a team they could get it cracking to be honest with you
0: I, I loved Ali uh, pinning Orton. I thought it was cool, keeping Finn strong, and
1: uh, I, I loved or- Orton doing
0: the doing the doing the job here. I thought it was pretty cool.
1: Um, all right, we'll talk about that Money in the Bank, but yes, uh, Bailey versus Becky, really good match. Awesome. really good match as well. Bailey. Bailey, <laughs> Bailey said, "Fuck a Sasha." And she 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 getting it cracking, to be honest with you, she getting cracking, she doing her damn thing. So shout out to Bailey. Bailey. Bailey's out here in matches week after week, putting on major shows. People are saying that Bailey uh is looking wild for people say it was looking wild for Becky. You said it was looking wild for Becky. Becky been doing good, man. Give people a chance. That's all I ask people to do. Give people a chance. Like Becky isn't a terrible wrestler, right. neither is Bailey.
0: Okay, all right. all right. I'm just letting you know. I'm just letting right. know. Okay, I'm I mean, I hear you. I hear you, bro. I hear you
1: um now oscar and Kyrie. no nah, i'm not feeling this that's i'm not feeling this at all it's not there i just don't like the theme i think the theme thing was a bit much for me but The, I the bit switching back between both themes it started yeah. as a pirate then it turns to oscar then it's back to pirate they, they, they did that with
0: a miz show back in the day remember
1: yeah and they did it with um renee dupree and kenzo suzuki if you ever remember that type of deal Ooh. um That's a throwback. That's a deep cut. Um, I think
0: think in ring, I think once the ring, once once the bell hits, I think obviously they're, they're both tremendous. uh, They're both tremendous performers. Uh, I I think again, Kyrie could only hope to learn as much as she can while she's in this tag team with Oscar. And I think that's what it's for. I was, wondering and afraid of what they were going to do with Kyrie, the main roster. And I think giving her the, the really hot spots, like giving her the finisher every single time and giving her come, letting her get her shit off uh, against the jobbers and stuff like that is very, very important. I mean, obviously there's a, sh- it's a shoe in for them to face the iconics very soon, if not at the money in the Bank pay-per-view. Um, but I mean, you know, this is what it is. It's, it's a, it's a stop gap until Kyrie gets her, her feet under her, or her, uh, her wings under her, so to speak. And for Oscar, it's a stop gap until, the Charlotte Becky Bailey thing kind of clears its clears its way out.
1: I, I mean, I'm not. A, I mean, not that I'm not a fan of these two ladies, but just the tag team right now, to me, I'm still not sold on it. Just because it the seems
0: there's a division in these teams, Mills.
1: <laughs> no, no, no. Well, duh, yeah, but it's not. I'm just not sold on it yet. Maybe I need some vignettes. Maybe I need something yet. But just like. They just kind of threw them on there and just like, nah, they figured it out. They got paid with him. That's not how it works. Like, remember when on NXT, when they threw, you know, Roddy, Roderick Strong on television. They're like, this is going to work. And it ain't really work until they started doing, you know, promos about him, him and his kids and his family and all this other stuff. Not that I say that Asuka and Kyrie can do that. But I do think that need another layer to sort of tell this story about like. Why they're doing this together? Why it's important to them, and why they're going to win the tag team championships, and why Paige is with them? Like, it's a uh, to me. There's still a lot of things that need to be figured out about this, and just the tag team division in general, because it doesn't seem like there's enough of one, to be honest with you.
0: Yeah, it's it's weird. I, I'm not. I mean, I'm not. I complete, I completely agree. It's it's very very weird. But I, I again, but I, as you see as well, you see the the intent here as far as Kyrie goes. Yeah, yeah. let me see, see the intent for Kyrie. I think this is really just for her, honestly, and I think it's really cool um, to take a step back and, and and let that happen for for her. As far as, I mean, as far as Oscar's concerned, like I don't think there's much else to prove for us. I'm
1: interested in how they going to get all these cool ladies on SmackDown. <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
0: Like everyone's like, oh, it's stacked. I'm like, yeah, but uh, Roman Reigns
1: like, yo, where's Liv? Liv out here taking pictures in SmackDown shirts, not on the show. I'm like, damn, they about to send her to NXT too? Shit.
0: uh before we before we uh step step away for for the episode let's let's look at the money in the bank card so far it's 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 out of nowhere eight matches are are immediately in in you know in front of us uh the women's money in the bank has natalia dana brooke naomi alexa bliss bailey mandy rose ember moon and carmella
1: (laughs) um that dana brooke man Yo, her face looked a little bit different. I wasn't saying anything. I was just like, "Yo, you, you get something done?" Oh, Attack of the Clones. Um, might be a clone. Natalia, Dana, Brooke, Alexa Bliss, and Naomi. That is the crux of the Raw Women's Division. To be honest with you, <laughs> um, Nia, is Nia Jax on SmackDown? No, but she, you know, Get Wilson and Nia Jax. She had, you know, surgery. knee surgery. Jesus Christ. Both, both knees. <laughs> Um Um, this um, on paper, I think this
0: looks weaker.
1: Thank God they have Naomi and Ember Moon in this match because I don't know who gonna do all the I feel like it's quite I don't know, but like damn this (laughs) this ladder. Why you know what's the the worst part is like I can't imagine any of them in a ladder match.
0: Well I could imagine Ember Moon in one. Um Alexa's been in one. She did
1: Alexa's pretty Alexa's well. been in one, yeah, but it's just Naomi, like yeah, those three. Those three. Carmella won one. But Carmella's kind of like you think she'll win again? No.
0: Nah. No, she's not gonna win. I mean I think the, the I think Bailey is Bailey is the it's it's the favorite to win. I, I think
1: you go predictable here.
0: Well, well, I mean, obviously, we'll do our real predictions in in three
1: weeks. Yeah, we'll do our real predictions in a couple Uh,
0: weeks. The men's match, uh, Ricochet, Braun Strowman, Drew McIntyre, Jesus Christ, Baron Corbin,
1: uh, Ali. You can't escape those three, man.
0: I know. Ali, Finn Balor, Andrade, and Randy Orton. Um, I I think on paper stronger and in some ways weaker in some ways than the women's. Ricochet is, how, gonna go, Ricochet is going to go dummy, okay? Here's
1: how, stacked, here's how stacked their roster is. There's so many people not in this match <laughs> that could also be in this match. I, I could see a Cesaro in this match. I could see uh, the Robert Roode in this match. I could see a Nakamura. I could see a, 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 a Rey Mysterio. I could see so many people in this match that not in this match, and that's kind of how stacked the roster is. Um. The raw side is predictable. The raw side is what it is. Smackdown side is a little bit more intriguing. That Randy Orton thing sticks out like a sore thumb, though.
0: Uh, Randy's there for, to have a you know a, a veteran,
1: veteran presence, maybe. Veteran, pretty much a veteran there. Um, you think Randy's taking? He ain't taking no bumps off no ladder.
0: Yeah, well, he does wild shit sometimes. Maybe he be doing some wild shit.
1: Um, he wants to. you know it's a, it's a great so. Essentially, one of these guys may, by all statistics and odds, will be WWE champion.
0: (laughs) Uh, Andrade, I'll say that. I'll say Andrade. I'll say Andrade. Who's been been booked weaker? Baron Corbin? They're not going to do that again.
1: I really feel like they're about to just give us a Randy Orton thing. (laughs) I legitimately feel it in my bones. Yeah. I don't know though. Like, all right, so they, let's say they pull the trigger on Randy Orton. Now you got the story coming full circle of this Randy Orton versus Kofi Kingston thing. Now you don't want to see it, but it comes full circle.
0: Don't nobody wants to see that shit. Um, the the Miz versus Shane McMahon in a steel cage match. Uh, pretty should be a strong match. I really like face meals. I uh, not face not face meals. Face I
1: am. Face. All right. Well. Almost had you. Um, <laughs> face miss is cool. I'm worried about him doing some crazy shit. That's what I'm worried about. Oh, I'm worried. Off. he's. I
0: pop up Perk and i
1: <laughs> I'm worried about him jumping off that. And I'm like, bro, you have had such a good streak of not getting injured, and you about to. I know you about to risk it all, cause he a face now. He's different. It's different. Like either Shane McMahon about to jump off and miss, or the miss about to jump off, and I can't. I can't even watch, bro.
0: Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, versus,
1: it should be good though. Should it?
0: Will Maybe. I hope so. Hmm. Uh, Roman Reigns versus Elias is also on the card. Um, Mm. yeah there you go with that one um you also have becky lynch in two matches one against lacey evans for the raw women's championship one against charlotte flair for the smackdown women's championship i think this is the story of the pay-per-view honestly i think this is going to be a a through line throughout everything i think this is going to actually determine who wins the women's money in the bank match because i think the the bigger the, the biggest thing that you do in these next 30 days is that you get the belt off of becky um one of the belts off of becky you know within the next month or so, because the we're all i
1: in- am sure. <laughs> yes.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, this is, it's just a, a matter of who gets it. I don't think Charlotte's going to get it. So I think that, you know, one of the SmackDown women are going to win the money in the bank match, uh, that mm-hmm. night. I wonder who, uh, Kofi Kingston versus Kevin Owens. Bada bing, bada boom. Should, should be cool. Um, we also have uh, Seth Rollins versus AJ Styles. Uh, I don't think either of these matches are going to close the show. I think Becky versus somebody will close the show, but uh, it looks like it's a strong card, uh, even with the ladder matches that have the potential to actually be good.
1: That women's matter. I'll be honest with you, that women's ladder match don't look like it's it.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, just based on like. You know what they, this is where this is where Sasha would come in, you know what I'm saying? Like Ooh. this is where Sa, you, you know her. We just talk about her. Um this is where she would come in. It doesn't look it I'm open for the women to prove me wrong. Um uh, and really show up and show out. I'm I'm willing to be proved wrong, but it don't look like is it? The, the the men's one. I've seen so many ladder matches. Like they've been uploading ladder matches on YouTube, all the money in the bank ladder matches. I haven't watched any of them because I'm like, yo, I kind of know how this goes. <laughs> like, I'm so desensitized to Money in the Bank ladder matches now. It's kind of crazy. Um are any, well, you know what? We get to it when we get the prediction show. I don't want to do too many prediction things, but it's an interesting landscape. Money in the bank takes place May 19th. So mm-hmm. we have about two shows left. Yes. Until um Let's see how they handle this. Let's see how they handle this.
0: Yep, and uh, with that, I, I think I think that is the A Show for this week. I want to thank everyone for listening this week. You can also check out uh, on the A Show RNC Network channel. You can check out spot callers with myself and Cyrus. We, we reviewed Joy Janela's Spring Break Two. Uh, of course, as I said on that show, uh, Mills, you will be with us for Heroes of Wrestling this month.
1: Yeah, I, I wasn't able to do this one because of situations.
0: Yeah, all good. Will all arise. Good. All good. Uh, we are also uh, have, have a new show from Eric Hallow, from Hallow himself, the the best voice in podcasting,
1: uh, The Call Up. Yeah, make sure you I, listen. Make sure you listen and follow. It's a really good show.
0: Hallow is so great. He's so, his, his Rhea Ripley thing had me in, in tears last week.
1: It's really uh, good. It's, it's really good
0: really good uh but you also have rnc radio proper on the rnc radio live uh, network you have the newest episode of the rnc radio podcast with myself and josh Pease talking about uh nipsey hustle uh rick ross and then all sorts of different things have you listened to that yet yes.
1: actually I haven't listened to it yet i'm waiting for so i have certain times where i listen to various podcasts um i haven't found the time for you guys yet since you guys are back but i will it might okay. be at work it might be at work
0: all good all good uh we also have rsbn with mark and jeff the lookout with mark not mark wow with jeff and meals
1: yeah we're supposed to be coming back this month
0: and um have a, oh i'm sorry go ahead
1: no, no no we're supposed to be coming back this month uh it'll be interesting to see how that kind of goes too we have plans i'll oh, say okay. that
0: all right cool all right, hey i'm not gonna ask if anyone is, it was into dragon ball z uh check that out we also have the perfect play which returns this week and we have the lookout uh we have an episode based on uh the matrix The
1: the late the, feed, oh bro. God, Come there's, on.
0: So there's so many like you have there's so many I was
1: thinking, podcast bro late fees i know late late. The, you guys are doing double duty this week you make sure yes. to do you know you reviewed the end game avengers which dropped last week and you gave a very very passionate review of it um spoiler alert um if you've seen his tweets you know how he feels um <laughs> and later this week you guys will be talking about the matrix series Yes, the whole Matrix trilogy. Uh, this is Keanu Reeves' month because of John Wick
0: 3 coming out this month. Uh, so we're going to be doing uh, The Matrix for the f- the first uh, part of May. And we have a special guest that we're going to announce, uh, I believe, t- today
1: uh, when the show drops. So make sure you stay tuned and make sure you subscribe and make sure you listen to everything on RNC Radio Network. Um, we got playlists coming. We got everything coming. We have a lot of fun stuff coming in the summer. Once again, yeah, know, just it's subscribe. Cute.
0: You know, it's, it's so I many so much content. We're the content gods. Ain't nobody better than us. RNC, baby. Until next time for the A show, I'm Justin for Meals. See you next week. My champion is still black, so. For the next two weeks. All right. See you guys. Uh.